0: This episode of the Naturist Living Show: A visit to one of the largest naturist resorts in France.
1: This episode of the Naturist Living Show is brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. At Bear Oaks, we offer traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Free your body, free your mind. www.bearoaks.ca.
0: But large resorts in France, I'm sure, for most people, the first thought that comes to mind is uh, Cap d'Ag, of course. It's almost legendary. But as we've discussed in the past, Cap d'Ag has uh, a number of issues, and uh, unfortunately, Cap biggest problem is it's mostly run by the city. It is an actual uh, neighborhood or, or uh, area of the city of Ag, and in Ag, the uh, the municipal council, the mayor, the police, whichever, it's not clear, is not that interested in uh, maintaining a pure naturist environment, which means that many of the areas uh, of Cap are uh, gone libertin or libertine, as they say in French, which means essentially sexually free and uh, promiscuous and easygoing. And so um, Cap is really not a place that... Uh, we would recommend that people visit for a naturist experience. But that's okay because it's not the only large naturist resort or in France. There are several on a similar scale. Of course, the other ones aren't as urban as Cap Dag actually has high-rises and buildings and concrete everywhere. It really is a city. Um, but to get a true naturist experience, it might actually be better to visit a more natural environment uh, get a little closer to the nature part of naturism so it's with that that i was very pleased to accept an invitation in september september that just passed september of 2012 by the management of a naturist resort called montalivet chm montalivet to be specific um, which is just outside of bordeaux uh, on the atlantic coast of france in the uh southwest corner, if you will, of uh, the French Pentagon, as they they refer to. Their country is roughly shaped like a Pentagon. CHM Montalivet is a uh, really, truly incredible experience. Um, And uh, let me take you back by telling you a little bit of that story of my stay there. It's early in the morning, and uh, I'm walking. I'm walking along the roads of Montalivé. Most of the uh, area is made of dunes the, uh, and sand. And the roads, though, are well packed down with uh, gravel. And as I'm walking along, it's early in the morning, around 7.30. The sun's already up in the sky. It's cool because it's September, but the warmth of the sun is unmistakable. It's going to be another hot day. Everywhere I walk, I can hear uh, the waves of the ocean in the background, and all around me, besides obviously all the uh, trailers and tents and bungalows, are tall pine trees um, that were planted shortly after World War II, and are now grown into very, very tall, majestic pines in the dunes and sands of the uh, Atlantic coast. Just left my uh, bungalow, which was very generously provided to me by uh, the management of Montalivet. A very comfortable uh, place to stay. I have have three bedrooms. I'm alone in three bedrooms. Um, I'm staying, of course, in the master bedroom with a double bed. I have a kitchen, a little living room, a very nice deck with another uh, outdoor table and uh, uh, with a little awning over to protect me from the noonday sun. And uh, I'm doing as most people seem to do in Montalivet. I'm walking towards the commercial center. And in the commercial center, there's 20 to 30 uh, businesses that are grouped in this open area, open sort of mall feeling. No mall like a strip mall, because there's no cars and there's no parking, it's uh, grass and trees, but still little shops all around. And despite the fact that it's September, it's still relatively busy. I see people coming back with their baguette uh, in all directions, on bicycles coming by and uh, walking, everybody carrying their baguette, as is the ritual of the French. Because yesterday's baguette is uh, not worth anything anymore. It's no good. You only eat fresh bread. So you get up in the morning to get your fresh baguette. And as I'm walking towards the commercial center, I'm uh, passing still uh, families. They have come uh, mostly with children that are preschool because the, it, it's after the beginning of school here in France as well in September. But there are specials and deals. The weather's still great in uh, Montalivet in the south of France. And if you have uh, preschool children, it's a great time to get the deal and get a lower, reduced price um, staying at mont so it's still relatively busy. I mean, it's an enormous place. Um, there's over, uh, well, nearly 500 acres uh, and over 3,000 sites. And uh, those sites are uh, all types. I mean, you can have a, a site with no services for your tent. There's hundreds of those. And uh, there's lots of sites to bring your uh, caravan, as they say, your uh trailer and uh, hookups for that, Uh, or you can find a site year-round to leave your trailer, or you can buy a bungalow, um, or what they call a mobile home, which is essentially a park model trailer in North America. Um, Some people bring their own, some people buy them from the uh, Montaliva business. And then there's these bungalows that have been built everywhere on the uh, north and south ends of the uh, resort. Um, Some of them date back to the 60s and uh, they're all in a very similar plan but they're all very unique and uh, you can rent some of them as well. So as I approach the uh, commercial center I am uh, passing uh, several shops where I can buy some uh, a butcher, I can buy some fresh meat, a uh, fishmonger where I can buy all kinds of fresh seafood after all we are on the Atlantic. Beautiful place to get uh, fresh oysters. And I go over to the uh, one of the shops where I've been buying my bread every morning. And uh, over there, I can buy one of six different types of fresh bread. And this is one of four shops that sells bread in uh, the little Montalivet commercial area. There's re- everything else you might want. There's a, a hairdresser. There's a hardware store. Uh, there's even a discount shop. And of course, there's wine. Because in France, you can buy wine very very cost effectively in fact in most places less expensively than uh, Coke or Pepsi and uh, it's because it's your it's your right as a French person to drink wine it's part of your culture you couldn't do without it and so I can fill up bulk wine from the region for about uh, 3 to 4 euros to get a full liter of red wine or I can buy bottles of Bordeaux wine for just a few euros as well So everything you need, you can buy in this uh, commercial center. But there are also several restaurants, not just one restaurant as in most of the uh, nature's resorts and campgrounds you might visit in North America. Uh, I think there are maybe five, six, at least five or six restaurants you can go to uh, from a place that makes uh, excellent prepared meals that you take away so you can take it back to your bungalow or your cabin or your tent or eat it at one of the picnic benches to um, a fish restaurant and a crepe restaurant and uh, a few general restaurants and a little coffee shop. There's, there are all kinds of options for enjoying a meal that's uh, prepared for you so you don't have to worry about it or you can still buy the food and uh, take it back and cook it yourself if you want to save a bit more money. So before I go back to my trailer with my baguettes, I sit down at one of those restaurants. And before I go back to my uh, trailer, I sit down and have my uh, little morning café, which is a bit of a ritual now, having been here a few days. There's nothing like sitting here and feeling the sun on your bare skin and uh, watching life go by as you have a coffee and a croissant and relaxing and enjoying yourself. But. As soon as I'm done with that, it's back to my trailer to have the rest, a little bit of that fresh bread with some of the creamy cheese that I bought. And then after breakfast, it's time to go for a swim and a walk to the Atlantic Ocean, because if there's anything that makes this resort, it's the fact that it's got kilometers of beaches and dunes on the Atlantic Ocean. Absolutely stunning with waves. And of course, the whole uh, beach is naturist. the uh the sand the, the water the waves the sound in fact you can hear it always in the background as you're walking around there's of course lots of sports you can do as well they full there's a full soccer field there's tennis courts there's uh, volleyball courts there's a regular games, especially during the high season um there's uh, two swimming areas i mean i would say two swimming pools but really this they're very large pools they're more like swimming areas In fact, one is called a water park. Uh, It has uh, several water slides, and uh, it has a little island in the middle with palm trees growing in it. I mean, the whole place is almost unreal. And Montalivet is not the only large naturist resort in France. Um, There are many others. This may be one of the biggest, but certainly Euronat, just uh, not far from here, is on the same scale. Um, And then you have La Genie, a little further south, and uh, another one called Arnauchat, all on the Atlantic Ocean. And then many other resorts on the interior, some on lakes and some on rivers. And uh, while they're not as big as mont with over 3,000 sites, they might just have a few hundred, but they still dwarf the majority of the naturest uh, resorts and clubs I've visited in North America. So how did this place come to be? Well, in the 1940s, late 1940s, uh, one of the founders of uh, naturism in France, not who started it, but who really helped it grow, his name was Albert Lecoq, and uh, his wife, Christiane Lecoq, realized that there was a need for a naturist vacation destination. There were many clubs around the major cities, especially around Paris. But what Europeans, and the French in particular, take very seriously, it's their summer vacation, It's not just a few days or a weekend or even a week. In most cases, it's several weeks, sometimes a whole month. It's very typical for most people to have four to six weeks vacation every year. And they do it like they mean it. They enjoy life. In France, there's an expression. It's called l'art de vivre, the art of living. Because life is meant to be enjoyed and they take that seriously, whether it's the way you eat and the way you... Drink and have a glass of wine. Uh, people don't walk with their coffee, they sit and enjoy their coffee. They take the time to have lunch and enjoy good foods when they do. It's the company and the people, the art of living. And a very important part of that um, is taking vacations. Uh, taking vacations is part of the art de vivre for the French people. And so, in trying to find a vacation place, they wanted some place a little further south. Because uh, certainly the northern areas in the area of Paris, uh, along the Normandy coast, are a little unpredictable and cold. And so they found their way to the Bordeaux area, where they found this land, which in the uh, late 40s, of course, was right after World War II. The whole area where Montalivet now sits had been burned by the uh, Nazis as they retreated. And uh, the land that they ended up leasing in 1950, they first had to clear. It was so deep in sand that they walked and this would sink up to their knees. And inside the sand were all the burnt amber, the burnt charcoal from the uh, forest fire. And so as you walked through, you came out and you were black. Your legs were all black from uh, the mixture of soot and sand. Um, They had to clear barbed wire from the old defenses and they found munitions everywhere, which they had to carefully collect to deal with. But nevertheless, they persevered, and they started this place in 1950. I don't know if they knew they were going to end up so big, from a few acres to the nearly 500 and over 3,000 sites, but that's what happened. And as I'm walking around Montalivet, I walk by an older bungalow, well-maintained, but clearly it's been there a while, and there's an elderly woman sitting there, And that's Christiane Lecoq. Christiane Lecoq is the late Albert Lecoq's wife, and uh, she's 101. And she's still as sharp as a tack as we chat a little bit. She complains a little bit that uh, it's hard for her now to walk because her knees hurt. And... uh, I hope when I'm a hundred years old, my biggest complaint is that my knees hurt and I can still walk. I hope I'm a, I can live to be a hundred. And yet she still spends the summer at Montalivet in the cabin by herself. Certainly lots of people help her. And she's a lovely woman. I can see why lots of people would want to help her and spend time talking to her because she sure has a lot of stories. I'll bring you some of those in a future episode. But in the meantime, Montalivet has grown to what it is today. And uh, of course, any business this large is a bit of a challenge. And there is a mixture of people who are clothed and people who are nude. They are trying very hard to encourage people to follow the principles of naturism. But as they say, when you're that large and you have multiple generations that have been coming, it can be a challenge. But uh, they don't certainly give in in on the beach. There is a, a little guard post Uh, on the way to the beach, and they uh, post somebody there to make sure that uh, only Montalivet guests come into the resort, but as well to make sure that uh, the Montalivet people go to the beach, take their clothes off, because it is not a clothing-optional beach, it's a nude beach. Same for the pool and many of the other areas. But it's still a mixture, and it's still a challenge, and uh, not just a challenge in terms of nature's values, and challenging how do you run a place that large and so i uh, i was going to sit down with francois Teulier. i had some very nice uh, tours and conversation with uh, the management of montelivet but they didn't speak english very well however they said that the uh, marketing director or business director francois Teulier, spoke english very well but unfortunately he wasn't there during my visit but i caught up with him by telephone just a few days ago
2: okay my, uh, my name is francois Teulier. I'm the sales and marketing manager of the campsite of the CHM Montalivet. And I've been in the CHM for six years now. So, uh,
0: describe for us a little bit, for the listeners, uh, what is the CHM Montalivet?
2: The CHM Montalivet is the oldest naturist campsite in Europe. Uh, it was created uh, in 1950 by uh, Albert Lecoq um, in fact he was looking for a place where uh, he could join friends to practice naturism so they've been looking all over France and um, they, they they found this place uh, in Montalivet on the Atlantic coast at uh, It's about 87 kilometers north from uh, Bordeaux. uh, And they decided to create uh, a campsite. Um, This campsite is uh, 200 hectares, the size. And uh, we have uh, 3,200 pitches. Um, We have bungalows, mobile homes... Uh, and um, camping pitches as well. Um, and on on we have um, 200, um, sorry, two hundred, sorry, 200 uh, bungalows and mobile home owners, which means that they, they, they own their accommodation but uh, not uh, not the ground. They have to to pay a um, um, a loyer rent, <laughs> um, a rent. Uh, a rent.
0: And so um, the 3,200 pitches or campsites, as we might say in North America, Mm -hmm. um, that includes where the bungalows are as well?
2: Uh, Yes, yes, definitely. And
0: are are they all serviced, Uh, meaning they have electricity and water
2: and sewage connection? No, part of the campsite doesn't have uh, electricity. And um, this year uh, we've done a lot of work to uh, supply with electricity but still some bungalows don't have it and some of our uh, owners don't want to have electricity they want to remain like it was in the early 1950 they used the candle and um, yes they they, they appreciate this way of life and for those
0: so for those who don't have electricity even I assume that means no water as well Um, You must have facilities uh, for them to shower and use uh, toilets and things like that?
2: Yes. Well, they they do have uh, water, uh, but um, mainly um, they they, they appreciate to go in uh, uh, the the, uh, public showers and uh, to use uh, um, different infrastructure. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, to be to, to, to go along with with other people, they don't want to be in, in their bungal- own bungalow. They they like taking showers together, so they can, you know, talk. And um, this is the the fa- friendly part of the campsite.
0: So aside from all the uh, the campsites everywhere, the camping pitches, um, mm-hmm. you must have other things that people can do in other uh, facilities. Can you ta- tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Um, yes, um, we have um, two swimming pools uh, with a big uh, aquatic park. Uh, um, we have um, an outdoor uh, cinema. We have, also, uh, we have also an arts and crafts uh, village. Um, in the CSM, we practice a lot of sports. And uh, we have different uh, fields uh, tennis courts, we have seven tennis courts, we have uh, basketball courts, uh, beach volley courses, uh, we have uh, uh, a soccer field um, with uh, synthetic grass, uh, which is a, a real size one. Um, yeah, so, so, so. Uh, we have a place also to uh, practice uh, Pétanque, and uh, this place uh, in in the summertime welcomes up to uh, 300 players at the same time, so it's uh, a lot of people.
0: Yes, I, uh, you have so many facilities, I think it's hard to remember them all, because I know you also have mini golf and uh, uh, children's playgrounds and tennis courts and everything, right?
2: Exactly, exactly. But
0: the best part, I think, you is the beach.
2: Yes, of course. Um, the the campsite is just near a beach with uh, direct access to the beach. Um, in fact, it is a, a public beach, but it's uh, it's our uh, own lifeguards that uh, will take care of it, and um, so it's a, a, a naturist uh, beach, and we really um, are careful about people coming and on this beach because it's open to. Uh, to the public, but uh, we make sure that everyone is naked on this beach. And when it, it comes
0: time to uh, have a drink or a meal or buy some things, do people have to leave and go into town?
2: Uh, no, we, in fact, we have all sorts of uh, uh, shops on the, on the campsites. Uh, we have, in fact, 21 shops on the campsite. Uh, we have seven restaurants and uh, bars also. And otherwise, you can go um, and buy your, your food. We have uh, three, uh, um, we call it mini markets. And uh, um, we have a butcher. We have uh, uh, a place to buy fish, uh, which makes also restaurants. So you can buy your fish and they cook it for you. Um there is a place where you can rent bicycles. Uh, we have a hairdresser as well. so it's um you can spend your holidays uh, in the CHM without going outside uh, and, and without, without ever putting your clothes on Right, right, exactly. and uh, what the funny part of it is that people um used to um, are so used to 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 be naked that sometimes they have to go outside uh, for instance to fill up the tank of the car and sometimes they forget to get dressed so you know at the gas station they are used to that and uh, when someone get out of the car naked they tell okay you should you don't have clothes on you should go back in your car it's funny
0: <laughs> well my, my favorite part is uh, because the the french people are very passionate about uh, fresh bread And uh, my favorite part was that every morning I could go and buy a baguette. Uh, I I think I had the choice of four different shops while I was there where I could buy a baguette.
2: Yes, that's right. That's right.
0: And there's also a spa that I used while I was there.
2: Yes, that's right. Uh, We have uh, this spa where you can find a sauna, a Turkish bath, a whirlpool, and uh, different uh, therapists. Uh, and and um, and different types of uh, treatment as well, like um, uh, mm-hmm. massage, wraps uh, and applications, um, facial treatments. Uh, well, of uh, sorts of treatment, whether are for women's or for men. And uh, on the side of this uh, uh, this place, we have a workout room as well.
0: So it's, it's really a place for complete health, isn't it? Uh,
2: that's right. That's right. We, we, are, we take uh, very care of uh, our health in CSN. So
0: wh- if people are coming from uh, North America, um, obviously they don't come with their caravan or uh, their tent. So are there options for them to stay somewhere?
2: Yes, sure. Uh, we have uh, different types of accommodations. Um, it starts with a, a tent, and we have different types of uh, of tents. Um, this year we are coming with uh, forty new tents, which will be um, low cost tents because uh, we know that it's uh, for some people it's difficult to come uh, on holidays. So we wanted to have uh, low prices products uh, to offer. And, uh, and then we have also um, different types of uh, mobile homes, um, different sizes uh, from two room to three room. And then we have chalets. And uh, this year, um, and for this new season, coming season, uh, we will propose also to rent uh, bungalow owner's uh, chalets.
0: How busy does it get in the summer? How many people come to the CHM? Well,
2: Well, um, in the high season, um, in uh, from uh, mid-July to uh, the end of August, uh, we can uh, come up to uh, 14,000 persons a day, which is a lot. And, uh, of course, to take care of all these people, we have... Uh, 220 employees, which is a lot also <laughs> to take care of. So it's a, it's, a, it's a real town.
0: Yes, it must be a lot of work. Do you know how many uh, washrooms you have to clean?
2: Uh, in fact, there are 100 of uh, the washrooms in different places. Uh, all of them are made of different you know showers total uh, i don't know exactly the figures but it's it's really is a lot and um we have uh something like 40 persons taking care of to 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 clean up the place you know to to make uh, the showers clean and everything mm-hmm.
0: so you you know there's a difference between uh, naturism and nudism uh naturism is more of a whole life uh, philosophy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you're that big, uh, I know that Montalivet was was founded by uh, uh, Albert Lecoq and Christian Lecoq based on the uh, philosophy of naturism, but mm-hmm. when you're that big, is it possible to still maintain that or has it become more of a nudist place?
2: Um, that's a good question. <laughs> It's, um, this it's, well, it's, it's sometimes it's difficult to, 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 to remain 100% naturist. Um, each year we have campaigns uh, to make people aware that uh, they are in a naturist center and uh, that they have to respect all the values of naturism and especially uh, to remain naked when weather is possible. And um, the, 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 the big difficulty we have is that, as I said previously, we have a lot of owners of uh, chalice, chalice and, and bungalows. And um, um, we we come up with a fourth generation of naturists. And, you know, the grandparents could be naturists. They have, you know, uh, children that are naturists. but. These children got married and sometimes they are married with someone who is not naturist. So the big problem is that do you welcome these people who are not naturist or just you you don't welcome them? So it's, it's difficult. So sometimes we have people who are dressed because they are not naturist. But we try to make them aware that they are in a naturist place and they should be naked. So things work out pretty well, but we have to be very careful. And each year we have some campaigns where um, we have big posters uh, all the way, everywhere in the campsite to tell them, to remind them that, that we are in a naturist place.
0: Yes, I, I didn't. Uh, I I I saw mostly people being nude when it was hot, um, and certainly I didn't see any people with bathing suits in the swimming pool or on the beach. I guess you don't allow that.
2: Uh, this is completely forbidden, uh, and our lifeguards and uh, uh, they 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 will just tell the people not to go in if they want to to keep their bathing suit on. So um, it's compulsory to be naked when you go to the beach and uh, the swimming pool. But the more, and more we tend to to have all over in the in the campsite, even though in the, the shopping center people naked. Uh, but as you said, with a lot of so many people, it's um, it's not a hundred percent of people naked. But still, we we um, we are trying and moving forward to that. Um, next year, um, we we will have more of our employees working naked, which was not like this five years ago. Uh, Our employees were working uh, dressed with clothes on, and um, now they will be uh, mainly uh, naked.
0: Do you you have any problems finding employees? You need to hire a lot of employees. Anybody have any difficulty with the fact that they're going to work in a naturist uh, resort? Um, Well,
2: uh, we have and the, we take care of that early uh, before the season, so it leaves us some time to to find these people. But uh, mainly we have childrens from our uh, bungalow owners, so they they have grown in in the CHM with so they don't have problem with uh, being naked for to, for working. Uh, otherwise, we try to 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 uh, to find people that are nature So. For that, we can give, have a help from, with the French Federation, the Naturism uh, Federation. They have a website, and, and with our, also with our website, we, we, we can find uh, people.
0: And, and how are you viewed by the community, by the village nearby, and the people who are not naturists?
2: Oh, well, they are, um, they are used to it. I mean, uh, CHM Montalivet was created uh, over 60 years ago, and um, they are really, really happy uh, because, you know, it brings up people uh, in summertime, so life is in the village and uh, um, everyone is happy. And, and besides that, um, the, the, the people who live, who live uh, in the area in the Med- Médoc area, which is part of the Gironde department, um, are used to go and be naked at the beach, even though they are not naturists. They are nudists, uh, at least.
0: So uh, what do you think is the future for uh, Montalivet? Where, where is Montalivet going from here?
2: Okay, the, the, the future for the CHM is that, in, in fact, each year we try to improve our services, um, uh, we have uh, analyzed that uh, um, most of our our customers are looking for um, better accommodation they they want to give up with their coming with their tents like uh, uh, like in the, the I would say not in the old times but uh, several years ago where a lot of people were going to in campings with their tents now they are looking for a uh, um, um, better, better accommodations. They are looking for a mobile home, chalets. So this year uh, we will purchase um, about uh, two hundred new accommodations, which is quite a lot. But uh, this is really a, a demand from our customers. Um, besides that, uh, some of them will be used to replace. Old accommodation, which are you know over seven years old, then it's too old to to propose it to our customers. So uh, they, we take them out of the campsite. So we have maybe fifty accommodation to replace, and 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 of course uh, new ones. But um, um, this year is a lot of accommodation to to be bring in the campsite. But we don't want too much also to to expand. Um, uh, because we are very um, aware and and careful with um, the um, nature and ecology, we don't want to 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 you know to to create a pitch. We don't want to cut too many trees because otherwise, uh, um, you know, it, it's a main concern for us to take care of this nature. It's a it's a, a matter of um, you know naturist values and. Uh, and this is important for us. So probably this um, uh, mobile home will be will bring in will be the 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 last ones. Uh, then after it will be just the um, um, l'entretien, it just will be just um, maintenance.
0: Montalivet is really an important place when it comes to naturism. Naturism as a philosophy may have uh, generally started in Germany, but uh, it really evolved in France in terms of the elaborate resorts. And, and, uh, you know, even the Germans don't have the best of weather, so they end up going to France. So, Montalivet is where uh, the uh, French Federation, Fédération Française de Naturisme, started, and where the first uh, INF Congress uh, happened. Uh, the INF was really founded uh, in France in uh, 1953 uh, by uh, Christian and Albert Lecoq. So these are really this is a really important place. It wasn't just a place for vacation. It ended up being a place where a lot of uh, thinking happened. Uh, Marc alain Descamps, that I've mentioned before uh, is still a member and uh, wrote a lot of his books and his ideas uh, as a result of being at Montélieve. Um, there are many thinkers and they, were, they used to be and there still are presentations and seminars and discussion. It's a place of philosophy. It's a place of ideas. It is really a, an important part of our naturist movement worldwide. And so I want to go back and uh, I think uh, many people should go back. But I realize in North America when you speak uh, only, only English or you don't speak French anyway, that's a little intimidating. So let's make it easy. We are going to organize a trip uh, to mont a group trip. Um, it gives you the advantage that everything is organized and you don't have to worry about language issues or knowing where to go. And uh, it also has the advantage of bringing the costs down. There's no better way to keep uh, costs down than to get a whole bunch of people to uh, book airfare together as a group. And uh, we happen to have a travel agent at Bear Oaks, uh Pauline, And uh, she's organized other naturist trips, and she's going to be working and organizing this as well. So uh, we are putting this trip for next July, July 5th, for 10 days, leaving on the Friday night. And uh, it's going to be a maximum of 50 people, because that's roughly the number of people you can fit on a bus. And the way we go is we fly into Paris. Then from Paris, we take the high-speed train, the TGV. Um, And we take that to Bordeaux. And then from Bordeaux, then there's still a 45-minute or so drive to an hour drive to Montalivet, And we're going to have a bus to take us there. So so anyone who's interested, I'll put a link in the show notes. The show notes, as usual, are at uh, naturistliving.bareoaks.ca. B-A-R-E, of course, bareoaks.ca. C-A, CA because we're in Canada. And uh, even if you're not in the Toronto area, we uh, I'm sure we can work out a way of connecting. Uh, Pauline can adjust the group trip to include your travel, either to Toronto or directly from where you are to Paris and to meet us there. And um, because I got along very well with the uh, uh, management of Montalivet, I have secured a, an exclusive deal with them where... They're going to give us 20% discount. And July is their high season, and they're still willing to give us 20% discount because they think it'll be fun to have a whole bunch of uh, Canadians and Americans coming to uh, mont and experiencing it. And if it's a success, maybe we'll do it again another year, or maybe we'll do it every year. We'll see. But for this year, it's just 50 people. And so send me a note if you're interested, and I'll send you more information, or I'll put a link to where we're going to have the detailed information. Um, so it'll be a week in uh, Montalivet, and it will be then uh, probably three days after uh, in Paris before we fly back. So a week and a half total, give or take. And uh, we'll also have a few uh, optional excursions, uh, visits around Paris, or uh, a trip to visit a, a vineyard or a, a chateau in the Bordeaux area and learn about wine. But not everybody's into that, so these will be options that people can choose to do or not do. I think it'll be a fun trip, and of course you'll have uh, a French speaker to help you get uh, along with everything, but also you'll be surrounded with uh, a lot of English speakers, so you won't be completely lost as well. Although I'm sure there'll be in July, um, there's people from every country. There'll be Germans, there'll be Dutch, there'll be the English, Um, there'll be people from everywhere. So you'll find lots of other people to get to know. Well that's all for this episode of the Naturist Living Show again. Thank you again for listening. Uh, my name is Stefan Deshain. I was your host for this episode, and I'm also the owner, as you most people know, of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. You can find links to all the items I mentioned, which in this episode is mostly Montalivet and the trip we're going to be organizing. Uh, on the show notes. Uh, and where our our website is at Naturist one word, dot Bear Oaks, B A R E, Bear Oaks.ca because we're in Canada. And please keep sending your comments and suggestions or send me a note if you're interested in being uh, kept informed about the trip to Montalivet. Um, if you want to get them, I appreciate getting the comments and all the mail I get. The show's email address is naturist living, one word, at Bear Oaks, B A R E again, Bear because we're in Canada. So join us again in about a month for the next episode of The Naturist Living Show.
1: This episode of The Naturist Living Show was brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. Traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Traditional values means that naturism is more than just taking your clothes off. It is a life philosophy with physical, psychological, environmental, social and moral benefits. Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park strives to promote those naturist values in a modern setting that provides the amenities and services that our members and visitors expect. Free your body, free your mind. Learn more at www.bearoaks.ca.